Hey guys, this is Jess. And this is Gil. And welcome to Culture Culture Theory. Theory. I feel like the more we do it, the more we're starting to sound like a singular entity. Yes. It's a little terrifying. It's kind of beautiful. It is a little bit, yeah, Yeah. I guess. Kind of scary. Yeah. We're fusing. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I use that for everything. I feel like before we used to like kind of struggle on the timing. It's like a jump rope, like jump, jump in, jump Right, right. Now, now we got it. Now we got it. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like muscle memory. Yeah. Yes. Hey guys, this is Jess. And this is Gil. And welcome to Culture, Culture Theory. Theory. Oh man, yeah. that's so good. Some of the Jackson Five. The right? Jackson Two. Right? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oof. Whatever happened to them? Yeah, oh my god. Um, yeah. Well, so, yeah. How are you? Good. How are you doing this week? Oh, uh, I'm I guess we're here. I'm, right? I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> we're you not know? dead yet. Yeah, we're not dead yet. There's the riots haven't started. Nobody's hurt yet. No one's been announced a winner yet. Mm-hmm. And that's why nothing's happened. But I feel like whether either candidate wins or loses is gonna be a riot. Well, for for those who are listening while the earth is kind of destroyed and we have overlords, what's going on? Yeah, so <sighs> Yeah. I'm pretty sure the whole entire world is very aware because we're kind of like in a fishbowl. The whole world is. So every time Canadians. something political happens, everyone in the world is watching us because yeah. we're such a shit show. That's not a it's not a compliment. That's it's, so embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. People literally feel bad for us. I watched a video the other day and it's an older video, but someone went around um, the UK and was like asking people, how much do you think this costs? Like in healthcare, like how much do you think it costs to have a baby? How much do you think it costs to for an ambulance ride? You know, and people were like seeing these numbers that were just it was so low, and it it, it was sad because I'm like, damn, is is this what it costs in in the UK? And people were just like blown away, absolutely blown I, away. I've seen that video before, and it's just so sad, and it kind of makes me want to just leave America. Yeah, every time I see that, want to leave. And for those of you that are gonna say the whole. Well, you know, there's there's problems. Yeah, there's a there's a hundred percent problems in every country. I don't care how developed or great you are. Mm-hmm. So let's not pretend like um, this country is the best. We're the worst. We have the worst healthcare, one of the worst educations in the world. Um, I mean, in a developed nation, let's not bring in literally undeveloped nations. I found the video. Let's see if we can play it. Oh, that'd be Think. great. Yeah, let's see. I want people to hear this. Stand by, guys. Stand by. <laughs> uh, connected. A real caster says it's connected. Mm. Maybe it doesn't like us. Hmm. That's weird. Hmm. There we $80. go. $80. There we go. 600 250 More. Sh- shut the fridge. More. <laughs> £300. £600. $600? Yeah. Ambulance call out. How much do you think that costs? Zero payment. Zero payment. Yeah, zero payment. Which I no. thought is zero. It costs two and a half thousand dollars. For for real? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> you look. You look. <laughs> An inhaler. Hundred dollars. Yeah, you're pretty close. It's a bit more. Hundred twenty. Two hundred fifty to three hundred fifty. For an inhaler. Mm. These are like things that we Listen need to learn. So if you're poor, you're dead. 
I know that it's like public health care in the UK. In the US, fortunately, I'm able to get health care through my parents, their job. But that part for me was the part that mm-hmm. like sent me. When yeah. she said, so if you're poor, you're dead. Yes. So like someone who doesn't live here can get it. But people who live, you don't get that. Like you don't understand that. Mm-hmm. I was looking at, because they show like, depending on like amendments or, you know, what, like any, any part of the, like the ballot that you could have voted for, there's results for it. So it showed the percentage of people that voted for an increase in minimum wage in Florida and who voted against it. Who is literally voting against making sure that people have a not livable because in Florida, I think you need to make close to $30 an hour Mm -hmm. to be able to afford to live comfortably on your own for one, but not even a Florida livable wage, but just enough so that you're not literally living paycheck to paycheck. Who's voting against that? Because you know who's not voting against that? The people that are making, I think it's 860 something, 860 for minimum wage in Florida. So you you so think that you think that that's no? It just showed it who the percentage that voted for and against it, and most people voted for it. But there was still a pretty decent amount that voted against it. Like my thing is, I feel like this country is very selfish, just because they don't care, or most people don't care about things that don't affect them. Yeah, well, we got to remember that this is like a capitalist country. Like this is it all is. about we, we well now we, but the people that came to this country before us before we kind of like built it up they saw the native americans how they had abundance freedom and they said we can monopolize this and they did they capitalized on the i wouldn't say the ignorance or they capitalized on the freedom of the native americans because they were like dude nobody owns the land this is the land right oh yeah we'll own it now right so this is a capitalist country this is all about what can i get out of this me 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 correct but it, and it's, it's so messed up. It's toxic. It is. And it's spilling into everything that happens. And especially now, like with the pandemic and seeing I'm so how tired people of that hand- word. It, 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 I am. I'm tired of being in the pandemic. Dude, I, I, there's this new kid that just started the other day, got gold in his mouth. He's like 6'2". Yeah. So when the pandemic started, I'm like, what? Pandemic? <laughs> Sir. Like, like, why are you saying? Like, I hate that word. Yes. I mean... Being in the pandemic is stressful enough. I feel like we're sort of used to it. I'm I'm not really. No, I don't think there's any getting used to it. I, I, I still leave the house, forget my mask, and rush back in. I do something. You know what's weird? I never forget my mask if I'm doing something that I know requires 100%. Like mm-hmm. if I'm going to work, I need my mask. Oh, yes. But yes. if I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to the store That's because true. I don't go that often anymore. I, I literally I try to grocery shop for like two weeks so that I'm not in the grocery store often. So if I go out and I'm not going to work, if I'm not dressed for work, my brain does not associate with like putting a mask on. Yeah, I agree with that because I can go to the gym and not bring a mask and drive back home to get a mask. But if I'm going to work, I got one. Right. Exactly. It's so funny. I have like an emergency one in my bag now because I keep forgetting when I go out. But yeah, so I I feel like we're getting used to the idea of like, okay, these are measures that we have to have in place. But I also feel like there's way too much normalcy in the fact that there is some freedom like Mm. and people take full advantage of that because people don't care about other people so like even being at work um you know i work where we have a lot of guests and we try to regulate where people are and how many people are there and all people like standing in front of the counter and i'm like can you step to the side so i can take care of this person and just like (sighs) i'm like okay first off 
like disgusting at the bare minimum you're six feet away so unless unless you want to also die i just i just highly suggest you just scoot over a little bit it's really not that deep so i'm just tired of i'm tired of the, the people being so inconsiderate because it doesn't affect them you know people always it's always a hoax until they get it or the family member or their friend gets it. Why can't you just, what's, what is about science? I don't understand. What is it about science? It's so scary that people just can't accept it. Science. Ooh, what is it? Witchcraft. Yeah. Like there's a huge, uh, a pool of people that when a Florida lift the ban of mask, that they literally went everywhere without a mask. Right. And I've seen, you know, this pool of people everywhere. It's young, it's old. And it's the same type of person. And well, Florida lift the ban. Why do I have to go to work with my mask? Well, the, the working environment says you have to wear a mask. Well, Florida lift the ban. I don't need to wear a mask. It's so weird. Like, so how about you just try to protect the other person? You're not wearing a mask for yourself. I mean, you technically are, you know, to make sure you're safe, but you're also protecting other people. The type of masks that we're wearing are cloth, cloth masks. No yeah. one's wearing the N95s anymore. Yeah. yeah. So when you wear a mask you're not protecting yourself you're doing it to protect other people so like at the very least be considerate to your neighbors and friends and family at the very least like no one's asking you to put a whole goddamn gas mask on you're going to be here for 20 30 minutes if i have to be at work for eight hours with a mask on i don't see any reason anyone can't wear one for 20 minutes because at this point we're not out here leisurely shopping like we, you need to make sure that you're coming here with a purpose. You're getting your shit and getting out. No one wants you here. This is not a hangout. This is not the spot. Figure out what you need before you come. Make a plan. Ask where the shit is. Get your shit and get out. You complain about having to wear a mask. You don't have to be here. There's nothing essential about where I work or what we what products we provide. Nothing. And I know they like to pretend there is, yeah. but no one's buying the essential products. That's not what people are in here for. Yeah. So. Like, even me, like, I'm, you know, I was looking at the new iPhone and I was like, oh, I want it, you know? And I love the fact that I can just, like, you know, go and get anything I want because we're in the US. I can just walk into uh, an Apple store or I can walk into, well, well not really anymore because Apple store is still appointment, but, you know, I can walk anywhere and get a phone. But I was like, you know what? Even with that luxury, I still would try risk ordering it just because mm-hmm. why? Why do I need to go into a store to order something that I can get shipped to my house? So you can have it now? You need it right now? You, you need yeah. this right now. Mm-hmm. You need this right yeah. now. No. People are just ridiculous and ignorant and they can't stay in the house for five fucking minutes because God forbid someone infringe upon their fucking quote unquote, you know, what is uh, freedoms? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say feelings, freedoms. It's just, it's really, it's really frustrating. And I, I, you know, I don't want to escape, but I have options. Like I could leave. None of my family lives in this country. Mm -hmm. I could comfortably go live in Europe comfortably go live in Europe right now. I can be like, hey, I want to come. She'll be like, bet. Pack your bags. Let's go. Let's go. Mom's been mm-hmm. dying for me to come stay with her. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm trying to just stick it out and know things will get better. And hopefully with the result of this current election, if everything goes the way it is currently going, then I'm hoping there is going to be some change. Do I think it's going to be a complete 180 from our current leadership? No, absolutely yeah. not. Do I think that there is room for change? Yes, absolutely. As long as Biden just pretty much goes away somehow <laughs> and just Kamala Harris just replaces him. Just just let Kamala Harris stick her hand up his butt and do all yeah, the talking. All the time. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. That's all we need. Not too deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be gentle with me. Yeah. So, all right, guys. So we're going to get into our first Pondex. Oh, oh, oh. 
our first. First. <laughs> our first. But we're going to get into our Pondex question of the week. So every week we like to be running these Pondex questions. It kind of helps get the conversation going. Although, you know, we talk excessively. I feel like we don't need. No. We don't need. We just. We don't need we, nobody to tell we, us to talk. We will read the question and then we would not answer the question. And then we're like, what was the question again? <laughs> right. Exactly. So we like to use the Pondex question to kind of open up the conversation Get things going. Give you guys a little bit of um, a little comic relief. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I'm. They're probably highly offended if someone came on here and was like, "Oh, oh like I'd be like, <laughs> wow, right? Yeah, yeah, it's so messed up." But we make fun of uh, UK people. Yeah, yeah, we're not making fun of you. I actually love your accent. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, the small proper. part of me, proper. It's proper. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like a small part of me is like, I just want to go to the UK for like a year, pick up that accent, come back, just yeah. be fancy. You're but it's not about like the accent. I love what they say. I think we yeah, talked about this last with week. The structure, the word, the structure, the words, the, uh, the the lack of meaning, but also meaningful. Like they will say something and it has no warmth, but then it has so much meaning. Like, right. So I love when they say stuff and it just it sounds fancier. Yes. Not not the not the accent again, guys. But when they say it, it feels like wow, this is what we should be saying. I feel like it has more substance than what But we're then saying. they say the same thing about us. They'll be like, wow, you, Americans have a thing with words. Oh, God, do we? No, like, as far as, like, poetry and the way we talk. I don't we think talk. so at yeah. all. I don't find anything attractive but about here's, the way we talk. It's a little bit interesting because America is so vast. Like, you have the West. You have, like, the um, language that was created on in Hollywood, the... Uh, the mid the midwestern you yeah. know you know what I'm talking about like the, yes. it's english but not really english right right no that i we, know what you mean we have that we have the manhattan vibe we have the southern virginia florida slang so florida america is just a, a nice weird hub of um, cool languages it is and then the uk is just well they have they have different accents depending the on irish what what area they're in aussie australians they have that nice southern UK slang that sounds really cool. You know what I can't tell the difference between a South African and a and a British accent. They're very they sound very similar. Like I can tell that there is a difference, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's hard to tell the difference. Like if someone was from South Africa, I wouldn't be able to be like, "Oh yeah, you're from South Africa." But if someone's like, "I'm from South Africa and I'm from Wales." And then they both spoke, I'd be like, I'm "Okay, from you're South from Wales." Wales. Right. Yeah. So, damn, we got off topic again. All right, so our first podcast <laughs> question of the week is what was your first screen name? Hero Anime. H I R O A N I M E. It would have. I would have said it came full circle if it was H E R O because like my hero academia. No, no, Hero Anime. It's was Hero was a character that I wrote. That's why I have this tattoo. Uh, in the book, Hero had that. He was a, in a band of bandits, and they all had black bands on their arms. So, hero. Say gosh, black banded bandits five times fast. Black banded bandits. <laughs> black banded bandits. No, fast. Black banded bandits. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, hero anime is this character that I created when I was a kid. And I liked anime and I like hero. So, I put them together because, you know, that's what kids do put shit they like together. <sighs> so lame. Mine's, mine's embarrassing. But it was true to the time. So I was really into Lil Bow Wow. Oh, no. And I'm saying Lil Bow Wow because once he became Bow Wow, I wasn't interested anymore because Chris Brown was popping and then I was all over that. But I was in the Lil Bow Wow. I used to have this 
this little boom box that I got for Christmas. It was like clear. Everything was clear, translucent yes. in the 90s, right? So I had this translucent white CD player and I had like translucent purple accents, like the speaker parts and the little CD cover, whatever. Yes, children. Um, that was cutting edge technology. Yes. I catered on a boom box that required. Skips. Right. It always skipped anyway. Yeah. But. I had it and I had Doggy Bag, which was, I think, Bowel's second album. I think the first one was Curb Your Dog. But I had a CD in there. It was the green one, the green and silver and black CD, if y'all remember. And I had it in there. And I just played all the time. I brought my CD player everywhere. I went to my dad's house on the weekend. I had my little radio. A whole radio, y'all. Not like the little compact CD players with the headphones. A whole entire boombox. Mm-hmm. Um, because it ran on either you know AC power or batteries, yeah, them D batteries, yes. and thick boys, and oh my god, remember having to have batteries? Yep, pockets oh full, <laughs> bro. Okay, for y'all that are like not our age, we had to carry around batteries all the time for everything. Yep. Like we had to have uh, y'all know double A's and triple A's. That's pretty much what y'all know. On the rare occasion, I think they're the twenty thirty twos are like watch batteries. Those mm-hmm. are a really common size for those, but. Yeah, we had to have C batteries, A, I mean, like double volts. A, triple A's, nine volts, D's, yep. which are just literal mugs. Mm-hmm. They look like giant mugs. <laughs> They're just huge. Yep. So we had to carry those around. And um, so when I got my first email address, um, it was Shad's Wifey 2001. So I think I made it in 2001. And Shad Moss is Bow Wow's real name. Yeah. So Shad's wife, 2001. I was convinced we was getting married. That was it. Yeah. That was that was that was gonna be it. That was I was truly believed in my heart when I was ten years old. Well, actually, my dad makes fun of me for this all the time. But growing up, before I became a fan of Bow Wow, I loved Maxwell. In love with mm-hmm. Maxwell, he was like, to me. And I found out he got he was married or dating or something. And I was like, I don't like Maxwell anymore. And my dad's like, why not? Because he's married. And my dad thought it was the funniest <laughs> shit ever. And you were so serious. I was so serious. And I was like, I hate Maxwell now. And then I moved to Bow Wow. And then 2006 rolled around. And Chris Brown was running it on 106 and Park. And let me tell you how I had my whole mouth open for the whole video. Like, I had seen Chris Brown and just, I didn't, who was Bow Wow anymore? Who was that? <laughs> who was that? Email delete. Right. <laughs> And no, so my, my next one was not Chris's wifey because actually my brother's name is Chris and that would have been mad weird. But, <laughs> but yeah, my, my, an old friend of mine actually dated a guy named Chris Brown. His name is Christopher Brown. There's a lot of Chris Browns in my, in my middle school, high school life. There's like a lot and none of them were interested in Chris Brown. No. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Hey, you have a cool name, Chris. Yeah. I don't really like that music. No. Yeah. I'm more into K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> They don't want to see if they can run it, run it. Yeah. I'm so upset that I really had a uh, <clears throat> a weird bias towards Chris Brown because he was a male dancer singing about love and all that shit growing Wait, up. Wait, so you liked him or you didn't? No, I didn't like him because okay. that's, that's what I thought I was supposed to do. Okay. I, didn't, I wasn't supposed to like those type of music. Oh. Then a couple of years later, my wife introduced me to Beyonce. Then I naturally slipped into Solange. Then I fell in love with Solange. Then I fell in love with SZA. Then I fell in love with um, Khalid. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's a male. And I fell in love with Frank Ocean. I was like, wait, let me go back and start listening to Chris Brown. These are great music. Then I went to school with Sammy. You remember Sammy? Yes. I went to middle school with him. 
What? So, yeah, we, he went to William Danny. So I went to revisit his music. And I was like, I like the way. I was like, I was like this yeah. is so interesting. Like, I missed a whole experience because I thought I wasn't supposed to like this because that's gay. You know what? I had that conversation with my husband the other day. Yeah. I told, and we were listening to All I Want for Christmas with You. It came on in the car. And I was like, ooh, it's time again. And he's like, you know, I don't know any other Mariah Carey songs besides All I Want for Christmas is You. Or he says something about her, like, not being that great of an artist. And I was like, to you, maybe. And he's like, no, she doesn't really have that many great songs. And I was like, mm-hmm. to you. And he's like, nobody really listens to Mariah Carey. And I was like, what? you don't listen. And I was just like. Mariah Carey's not as popular right, literally right now, but literally up until like the early 2000s, from like the early 90s to the early 2000s, she was hitting year after year. I mean, there wasn't a period of time where she wasn't making music. Probably till like what, 2005, 2006 maybe, then she started like slowly falling off. But I was like, Mariah Carey's been hitting since forever. I don't know who lied to you, sir, but. No, I, I would never say that because that's the thing. If somebody was to have that opinion, they would have to be musically inclined and up in the times. Like, I right. know Mariah Carey slaps. Right. But I'm saying, like, for me, I was just strictly... Also, because remember, I was in that little cult thing. Right. So that was another That was <laughs> another thing. Cult. So that was like a thing where I told myself, well, I don't know how to listen to that secular music. That music is bad. So... But his argument was, um, you know, I felt like, because I was a boy, you don't listen to stuff like that. And I was like, well, I know, like, I was like, well, what do you mean as a boy? And he's like, well, boys didn't listen to stuff like that. And I was like, my father is textbook man. And he listened to that stuff. Well, yeah, your dad's an adult now. When you're older and you're more mature, you don't care about stuff like that. And I was like, people my age listened to that stuff when I was younger. Mm. Yeah, but that's not really stuff boys listen to. And I was like, I don't understand what you're saying right now. I'm like, are you saying boys like you or boys in general or men? Or what are you trying to say? She's like, no, boys. And I was like, I don't understand what you're saying right now. Hmm. Ex- explain what that means. I was like, what are you listening to? Oh, oh, oh. That's what you listen to? Fucking DMX? Right? It's like, that's, no, that was, that I, was hot. No, like, no. Th- that is what So we listening. listened to like Easy e the other day. We were watching. Um, what song was it? No, it was. Uh, we were watching the movie Don't Be a Menace. Okay. And then uh, the dude was playing. What's his fuck his name? The dude. You're, I don't know if you ever seen Don't Be a Menace. A long time ago. So, like the the dude who's gonna go to Kansas, he was pulling up in the car with um, fuck with whatever his main character name is, and they're playing Easy E, and the song was saying the lyric was, "Man, he pulled up, he he looking pretty like a lady. He got a fat ass. I'll go all up in it. Yeah, you a faggot. I'm gonna go all up in that ass. Yeah, and and then you." He was like, you are Irish fatty, but he's, he's talking about a man, right? a white man. And then Alex was like, replay that? I was like, no, you heard it, right? So we replayed it, then we listened to the song, and then there was a, there was a huge a rabbit hole on YouTube that has like a bunch of rappers, old school rappers, talking about either white men or black men's butts and how they want to fuck them and how they fucked them. Oh, yeah, yeah, you suck my dick because you a bitch. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> what? What? But then the, these are the tough songs. These are the songs that men, masculine men would listen to. Right. Versus, like, subliminally, the dude's telling you, you got to get the dude to, you know, to suck your dick because he's a bitch. Right. 
That's the mentality. What's the? I don't understand when people are like, "Oh, you do this really gay shit, so I can prove that you're gay, or I'll let you suck my dick because you're gay." I'm like, but if you let a nigga that's gay suck your dick, does that make you also mm. interested in men? I don't get. I don't. I don't get that. Even back in the day, with the whole pulling the pants down. Yeah, yeah. Look, you got underwear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm wearing underwear. See, if it was women, that'd be different because you can pull our pants down, everything's covered. But if you pull a dude's pants down, his dick could fall out of his like the boxer yeah. hole. So like, you're risking looking at another man's dick. And they did it all the time. All the time. Yeah. And um, meat. What about meat checks? Meat check. They you're do that. literally. I mean, you're not cupping it. You're like backhand slapping it, but you're still touching somebody's balls. Well, on people purpose. would cup it. Back in my school, me check, yeah. and I'm like, huh, oh, that's so weird. I thought it was weird. Like the idea for me, I thought it was weird because you're you're sexually harassing somebody. Just like for me growing up, I never would run to the fights. You know, people, oh, oh my god, oh my god, they fighting over there. And I'm like, well, I'm just gonna stay over here, bitch. I'm, I love the I love the mess, the drama. I love what a for fight? some odd reason I hated being around that. Like I, because I've seen what people do. Like around either they rob somebody, take somebody's Game Boy, go inside their backpack because you're paying attention to the fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, So I'm like, let me just stay away from there because I'm just going to like avoid that, go to my class. Did you see that fight, Gil? No, nah, not really interested. Right. Yeah. I used to love um, the fights that would happen in the classroom because I'm like, this is oh, such that was a me. I was fighting in the classroom. <laughs> I remember one time I fought some dude and then the I got up too fast and I was fighting him with the desk. Like, Shut up. So Darius Walden. He's probably not listening to this, but me and him, we got to an Darius argument. probably listening to this like Dinkleberg. <laughs> so we, we, Dormius. <laughs> Dormius. <laughs> so I don't remember what the argument was, but he said something. And then I got up and I swung on him. <laughs> and I got up way too fast with the desk. And he's just fighting back. And I got like the. I got like a whole perimeter. <laughs> like, Wait, it made me think of that 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 uh I think it was a vine of that kid, the black kids that were in the classroom, and one was like, you know what is funnier than twenty four? This is like twenty five. And the other one like <laughs> slapped him and just start fighting <laughs> in the class. It was something like that. It because it was really stupid. I don't I honestly don't remember what it was. Then there was a dude in middle school, Terrence. I forget his Terrence Hunt. Yeah. Me and him we used to fight all the time. And then I went to a restaurant with my wife, like maybe a couple of years ago, and he's like, "Hey, Gil, what's up, bro?" He's he works at the restaurant. I think he's like a chef or something. We're talking, we're you know we're having a good time. He leaves. Alex is like, "Who's that?" Oh, remember the guy I used to fight all the time in middle school? <laughs> She's like, "He's eating. You're eating his food." It's like, no, we're good. We, we were, you know, it's fine. We're adults. You know, it's weird. Like when girls beef, it's forever. Yeah, like. When Cardi B said, you going to be for me, we going to be forever. That's for real. Like, right. I hate you to the day I die. But men, y'all could straight up knock each other's teeth out. And the next day, you're like, yeah, bro, you want to go over to this place? We've been watching anime in my house. so weird. Like, and then me and Darius became really great friends after that. Me and Terrence became really great friends. That was middle school, then high school. Then we were in the same wrestling team. We were, like, training together. That's so weird. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm glad that men don't hold those grudges, and you can like just beat each other up, get it out of your system, and move on. But me, I no. physically can't. I can't. I don't know what it is. Like, I really just can't hold the grudge. Like Alex would be like, "You don't remember what you said yesterday?" I'm like, oh, no, I don't remember. I hold. I literally will hold a grudge. I held a grudge for 13 years with somebody over something he didn't even remember saying. Like, 
I I cut it. I cut it short because I was like, you know what? I don't want to live my life with any animosity. And I remember pain. that. Yeah. And I reached out to him and I was, cause he was like trying to speak to me and I was just kind of like, uh, not really talking to him. And I was like, I feel like he don't remember what he said. So I was like, Hey, so I just wanted to say, you know, the reason that I don't really speak to you is because you said something. This was in middle school. Um, I was like, you said something to me that I didn't like. And it really hurt my feelings. This is like 15 years after he said it. And he was like, oh, my God. I can't believe I said that to you. He's like, I honestly don't even remember making that comment. And he probably doesn't because he made it out of anger. Um, and he's like, I am so sorry. I apologize. Like, I would never I would never say something like that now. I would never say anything like that to hurt you, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, this nigga don't even remember. Right. And I'm living my whole life like, fuck him. Yeah. He said that she don't like him. And he don't even remember saying that. Like, I remember just in high school, like, he would try to talk to me or try to, like, like be buddy-buddy with me, and I ignore him. And I was like, he really don't remember? He really don't remember? And, yeah. It's weird. I remember most of the horrible things people did to me. Like, this this morning, this person got into, he tried to contact me for a photo shoot. And I was like, no, for a video shoot. Like, dude, you, you really just tried me maybe, like, a couple months ago. I'll work with you. It's fine. You know, it's business. But it's just like. I'm like, what? You don't remember that? Like, you are a total dick. Right. <laughs> but I think, I wouldn't say men and women are different. I just feel like everybody's different. Because I know some women who like, can't hold grudges either. They just say something this day and just completely. So, would you ha- rather have somebody hold a grudge? Not hold a grudge. You'd rather have, like, a, a disagreement with somebody and then they just move on and y'all move on? Or do you want to, like like work through it together and talk about it. So it depends on where we were at prior. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a new friend and you start acting the fuck up, don't come with me with yeah. that energy. But if you're somebody that I feel like I really wanted that relationship and we just had a moment, you know, I'll come back to you and we'll talk. Like I've fallen out with my closest friend before for like a misunderstanding and we didn't speak for like a year and a half or something like that. But I loved her. And so at one point, you know, because she's now she's been best friend for almost 18 years. Um, you know, it was like I wasn't gonna not ever speak to her ever again. I just wanted her to understand, like, you can't say or do shit and think there's not going to be a consequence. or I'm going to let it slide or you yeah. can talk to me any kind of way, because that's that's the energy I come with. It's like you're not going to talk or treat me, talk to me or treat me any sort of way. Like, I need you to understand that if you value me and you value our friendship, you need to come to me. Correct. And just because I'm here for you doesn't mean that I'm always going to be here or let you talk to me. I, I, I give everybody one chance. I always say everybody gets one. I will let you, you know, say something, you know, because you're having a moment or out of anger or whatever. But if you think you're going to make that a fucking habit, that's not happening. Yeah. So it, it depends on the reason for the fallout and um, kind of where we were at prior but if I love you, I'm always open to having that conversation. I'm not afraid to reach out to apologize and shit like that. But once I reach out, it, now it's your turn. I'm not I'm not going to do it again because you're not going to make me look stupid. You know, I already really don't like putting myself out there emotionally. And I am trying to work on that. But if you're going to do something to to make me look like boo-boo the fool or like I'm begging you for your friendship and shit. I'm sorry. Cause I tell my husband, I love my husband with all my heart, but I was like, I don't need you. So if you decided one day that you just go up and act funny as fuck, you can go. That's fine. Cause I'm not going to die without you. Cause I lived before you. So, you know, it just, it depends, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very open to, if you feel like 
you truly understand, not in a fake ass, let's just get this shit over with type of way. But if you really feel like you've thought about it and you realize that like this is stupid or you realize what you did to upset me and you know, whatever, like we, we can, we can absolutely yeah. go ahead and try to reconcile the relationship. But if you want to act funny and do all this wild shit and then you don't talk to me sideways. No, you can't be my friend. I don't want the energy in my life. I'm just not worth it. Yeah. I need to, I need to apply that simply because I feel like people take advantage of my percent. Gil's a little, <laughs> Gil's not a little bitch. Like in the sense that like Gil is very much like <laughs> on his shit, but sometimes I just want to slap the shit out of Gil. Yeah. And I know that I'm very like, like constantly, like I'm, I'm ready for you to act the fuck up so I can, I can tell you about yourself, but Gil, I think you really have to start standing up for yourself and your peace because I feel like, you like Gil feels really bad. Maybe it's because you're a cancer, mm -hmm. but he feels really bad for people. And so they'll be going through some shit and they'll be like, as a result of the shit they're going through, they'll be like wilding out on you and you'll just like take it. Cause you're like, Oh, well they're going through a tough time or they're going through this or they have this going on. And I'm like, that's not an excuse to treat you like shit though. We all go through shit. Oh wow. The trash is here yeah, on time. time oh my God. Early in the morning. Right. And I apologize for cutting you off, but like you really have to start separating like the, the people from their problems. You're you're not their therapist, you're their friend. Mm -hmm. And if they can't come to you correct and treat you with respect and say that, you know, Gil is so important to me that I would I I, I can't imagine us not being friends, you know, so I'm gonna go ahead and work on myself so I can maintain that relationship, then they don't give a fuck about you. And people might say that or think that's extra, but I've literally have nobody in my life right now that hasn't changed a behavior that was uh, bad or whatever because they wanted to make sure that we could remain friends or have a good relationship. So if you can't extend that, I'm not interested. You can go ahead and be an associate just like all the other people that I know by name and don't have their phone number in my phone. And that's it. Sorry, go ahead, Gil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, well, you, you, you hit it on the head. Um just feel like a lot of people take advantage of the fact that I have a 24 hour reset on like grudges or like arguments Like you can have a fallout with somebody. I can have a fallout with somebody. And then like the next day they'll text me or like a month when they're ready and they'll just reset and they don't have to bring up anything that happened. But when I, when I bring it up, uh, I had this one individual who had a little fallout for like a month or two. And, um, person was like ignoring it like you know it was like we, nothing happened because I, I i can remember like it was yesterday i was laying in bed it was a saturday afternoon i think i was off or something and um the person texted me and it was like a movie review or something and i was like yeah that, that movie slaps and then i told my wife i was like yeah um hey babe she he texted me whatever and the person was alex was like have you heard from that person in a while? They just sent you a movie review? <laughs> like, what? Right. And and Alex was like, well, you know, you love that person, right? And I was like, yeah, I guess. Well, you have to, like, talk to that person about the thing. And I was like, hey, you want to set up a, you know, a, a date or something? Want to go hang out? And it was like, okay. And then I brought up whatever the situation was. Oh, no, we're good. I thought we were good. Like, and... I have other friends like you and other people and Alex was like, no, you need to like, let the, let, you know, let him know, let her know, whatever that, uh, that shit, fuck, 
with you. Right. And you thought, you know, made me think that I was a monster. And then it turns out, no, actually, it was just a misunderstanding. Like, actually, I, I reviewed the, the whatever the situation was. And I was like, oh, I over, you know, reacted. And um, that happened. And there was another situation with the same person. And then it was just like, hey, you can't keep letting these people. But then I'm like, hey, but like you said, I have a soft heart and kind of want everybody to be, I don't know. We all need some work. <laughs> The look I'm giving go right yeah. now, I'm like so disappointed yeah. in you. I think that there should be some balance. Like, you know, we all can't be hard and by the world and hate everything and fuck you if you do me wrong. But you have to have some sort of balance in the same way that I'm very stern about my standards and my boundaries, and my relationships. Like if you want to have a uh, it, I'm going to call it an association ship with me where mm-hmm. we just know each other. And then that's fine. You can act however the fuck you want to act because that don't affect me. And I don't care what you do once you're out of my sight. But if you want to have an actual close relationship with me, then yes, we have to put in the work. Like I tell everyone, I treat all my relationships like a marriage. If we have problems, let's talk about them. If, you know, there's things that we want to work on, let's work on them. Let's work on them. Relationships are work. Mm -hmm. That is it. There's no way of getting around that. Relationships are work, no matter if they're platonic or not. So people have to understand if there's a problem, we have to solve it. There's no such thing as, you know, oh, I thought we were good now. You know, yeah. if there's a misunderstanding, if it's stupid, like in high school, me and my best friend, um, we had like a mutual friend and he told me that she called me a bitch, but she said, he said, I called her a bitch. It was some shit like that. So we, he's the middleman. We just thought that each other called each other a bitch, which I would never do. I'd never call any of my girlfriends a bitch ever, even if I'm mad at them. Um, I won't even be like, fuck that bitch. I'll be like, fuck her. You know, you know, so I was like, that's something that I, and that's something new that I started doing. So in high school, I definitely would never talk about my friends like that. And so I was just like, bitch, I know I ain't say that. And she was like, I never said that. And it was like, we didn't talk for like a month or two. We were just like, "Mm -hmm." like, you know, we didn't really speak or whatever. And then I was just kind of like, did you call me a bitch? And she's like, no, he said, you called me a bitch. And that's why I wasn't talking to you. And I'm like, this is some dumb shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that was it. We didn't have to have a whole deep ass conversation. It was just like, oh, this was a misunderstanding. But if there's an actual, like we had a fallout, there was a problem problem. We don't have to immediately, the next time we ever speak again, we have to have this whole drawn out thing. But at some point we do have to address, you're not just going to keep doing these grand acts of just bullshit and then think that you're just going to you know, shit me back in my life. No, we're going to talk about it. It might not be right now, but we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. If you want to, first off, if we fall out to the point where I don't speak to you ever again, or I'm blocking your number and shit like that, you can't talk to me unless you go to therapy, point blank, period, because I don't block people regularly. I don't um, stop speaking to people for no reason. So if I stop speak, if I stop speaking to you and we fell the fuck out, don't hit me up unless you, you can prove to me that you've been to therapy. Because if I stop talking to you, it's because you did some shit that's so out of line that I feel like, bitch, I can't help you. Even I can't help you as your friend. And I need you to have some real fucking change in your life. Cause I'm like you where I give people chances. Like if I really care about you, I'll give you way more chances than you deserve. But yeah, that's, that's my new rule. Now, if I don't speak to you, we fall out for like a year plus. Yeah. You got to prove to me. You went to therapy before you can talk to me ever again. We were watching, um, the movie. I think it was, it was hereditary. And also we watched the movie, uh, chainsaw blood saw or something like that. The mm-hmm. one with Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. And we were, we were talking, because most of the horror movies we've been watching, we realized that horror movies more of like a psych, like all psychological. Right. 
And Alex was asking, like, how does this thing spread? Like, something like, how does it spread? It's like, it's it's a virus. Right. And, I, and we paused the movie and I started telling her, like, I feel like emotional, like, like I don't know, like, mental disorders can be maybe, like, viral. Like, there are times where, you know, I'll associate myself with somebody who suffers from, like, a mental illness and I'm listening to them banter about their little illness and they're like, I feel sad and lonely and small. And I'm like, I feel sad, lonely and small too. It's like that sympathy thing. And then then they'll, they'll start telling me, oh, I need, I'm taking this, I'm doing that. And I'm like, I should probably start taking this and trying that. And I start feeling sorry for them. Then I start feeling sorry for myself. And I was like, whoa. But then I notice when I step away and move away from that person, oh, no, they're sick. And it's like they're... Tra- projecting projecting on and then i'm like i'm feeling their pain i'm feeling their sorrow that's like, called an empath empath yes yeah so i, I like oh let me stay away from that right yeah i'm the same way like i absorb your feelings like i'll tell people like please don't cry in front of me because i'll start crying with you i will i will legit if you start crying i will start crying mm-hmm. and uh, but so that's that's when i understood like oh shit okay i might be an empath so i i need to start like stepping back from people to keep my peace it's the same thing you said like you know, they'll start saying things about themselves and then you start thinking about how that how that can possibly apply to your life. And then you start thinking, damn, maybe I should start taking turmeric capsules and mm-hmm. maybe I should start swimming twice a week. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. So if it's just, you know, I'm bouncing off of their emotions. But it could be really scary, especially where for me, like it happened to the point where I started feeling the same way they started feeling. And then I started, you know, I was not talking to myself, but in a way, it started getting a little bit crazy. And I'm like, oh, let me just let this person talk, but let me not, and not not in a rude way. Like Alex right. was saying, it's like you, you. She's like, I noticed how you just kind of <laughs> stepped away from that person. Like you don't absorb them anymore. Like, nope, um, that person is there. It's fine. I'm not going to absorb that energy. I'm good. Right. Yeah. I guess I'm an empath. Empath. Empath empath yeah that's cool empath empath yeah so what powers do i have <laughs> that's it. crying crying <laughs> that's it yeah well all right guys so we're going to you know do all the pluggings and don't forget to actually follow us so you know we do post regularly about you know following or following us on patreon or anything and sharing the post so that people can see it yeah we don't want you to just like the post we actually want you to do the action on the post so if we mm-hmm. say hey guys you mind sharing this or do you mind checking out our patreon like you don't have to donate but literally just like just check it out sure. just look at it yeah. just Click the way if you click the the link, I promise you, it's not gonna just take money out of your your bank account. I feel like people they think they think that. Yeah, we're not forcing. It's on both of our bios, right? So the product is free. Like we're mm -hmm. still going to record culture theory, whether or not you donate to the Patreon. But we just want you to check it out, so we can see how you know metrics, how we're reaching people. That we we need we need that we need to see what's data is important, right? So. Well, but anyways, guys, we will be right back. Hey, guys, check us out on Instagram at Culture Theory Podcast. You can also support the show at Patreon.com slash Culture Theory. Stay updated with us on our website, Culture Theory Podcast dot com. Yes. So uh, stay stay up to date with us on our Stay website. Stay up to date with us. Click on the link. Click. 
the internet. www.http. Dot dot forward slash. Oh, it's colon. Colon, yes. Colon slash slash. Http colon forward slash. I remember somebody said, how do you get the two dots on top of each other? (laughs) (laughs) You have to hit really fast. Yeah, really really fast. fast. (laughs) It's a bunch of No, it's alt and period. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's shift. Control period. That's how you get it. So if you guys go ahead and hit that HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www.culture3podcast.com forward slash and then hit the enter button. Put that in your URL. Yeah. But you have to hit the slash at the end. That's yeah. culture. I hit slash. Yeah. Hit yeah. The slash forward slash again. If you end. don't, it goes to like a European website. It's like a European they Justin sell, Gill. They sell like nougat. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. They just sell nougat. Yeah. It, it's the couture. Theory, the UK version. Right, couture yeah. theory. Couture theory. Yeah. So. <laughs> I bet they're rich. Right? His name is Guillaume. <laughs> <laughs> Crosses his legs. He, he wears um, those like dock, dockers shorts mm-hmm. with yeah. boat shoes. Oh, but he's cool. He's bald. Yeah. He's completely bald. Oh, my God. Rich people don't need money. With a scarf. Yeah. Right? Ascot. Yeah. With they have ass. like an editor editing the podcast live. Yeah. yeah. We do, too. It's called the Roadcaster Pro. True. <laughs> But the actual guy's name is Rodi. Rode. 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 Podcaste. Rode Podcaste. Rode Podcaste. The third. <laughs> Esquire. You need to get this money, man. Oh my God. Yes. Give us money. Yes. I'm just not, I'm not going to ask y'all to donate to Patreon. Just give us money. Just Support show up us. with money. Yes. Thanks for the money, guys. Yeah. yeah so. All right, so to the meat and potatoes mm-hmm. of this podcast. So currently today, it is November 6th, correct? November 6th? Yes, it yes. is It is November 6th. Yes, we are publishing this late. Don't come for me, bitch, okay? So today, we're still awaiting our election results from the 3rd of November, which was election wow. day. Is this the longest election? So supposedly, no. But this is like the second time it's been like this long or something like that. Because when we get... The winning numbers, like even if you if you were to like look at the actual percentage of reported votes, all the states that are determined, it's not 100 percent. It'll say like 96 percent or 99 percent reporting. It just means that with the amount of votes left, there's no way like I guess the other candidate could possibly win Mm because the margin is so high. So right now we're still waiting for Nevada, Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina, and Alaska to bring their votes to a close mm-hmm. or I guess get it in enough so that we can determine that you know whatever candidate is winning in that state. So how do how do you think it's going to end? Oh, 100% Biden is going to win. Yeah, Biden is definitely going to win, but do you think Trump is going to let him win? Oh, no. He's already trying. He's tried suing multiple states to recount and they're all like if you don't get out of here, he's like, I'm going to bring it to the Supreme Court. I don't know what the other instance was. I'm not even going to look it up because I'm not even going to pretend like I care. But th- supposedly there's only been one other time ever in U.S. history where the Supreme Court has gotten involved in, I guess, election results. So my thing is, if you sue someone just regularly, if you were to say, hey, I want to sue somebody for this, the judge is going to be like, why? And you need evidence. If you don't have evidence, you don't have a case. You don't have a case, it gets thrown out. So what proof do you have that any of this is rigged except for the fact that you're winning. mad? I'm not winning. Right. So you want us to stop 
collecting votes in some states because you're winning in them, but in the states that you're not winning in, you want us to keep collecting. So do you want us to stop or not stop? Because now you just look silly. Yeah. You look silly. So he's buying time. He is. Because for there's what? a hurricane coming that he probably created or something. <laughs> but this it's just weird how he's just buying time. He did such ridiculous things towards the end of it. I'm going to say the end of his presidency because he's not going to win and I don't want him to win. He's done such ridiculous things towards the end of his presidency that like telling us that he's not giving us another stimulus check until after the election. Why are you threatening us? Like, are you trying to say if I don't win, I'm not getting money? Because I mean, I'm pretty sure Kamala and Joe can figure out a way to give us twelve hundred dollars more than once in the last eight months. Mm hmm. Which is wild. Somebody did the math. They're like, bro, that's like $5 a day. You gave us $5 a day. Or $5 a... Yeah, $5 a day to live on, basically, at this point. I think point. it was less than that. Yeah. Well, at this point, yeah, yeah it's yeah. been longer than that. So, yeah, now it's less. But, yeah, they're, going, they're like, yeah, you give us basically $5 a day. Where did the, the money go, like, that he could have spent on us? Where did it go? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. And... This is a lot of people have been talking or using this phrase about more wealthy people, especially now during the quarantine. But people with that level of wealth are so far removed from society that they have no under, no understanding and they can't get why people are struggling and why twelve hundred dollars, which is what some people make working full time. Because remember, minimum wage is still eight dollars and sixty something cents. That's what people are making a month regularly so you're not you didn't give us such an extravagant amount of money that we could have survived off of it for more than a month you gave us one month yeah. to survive off of and then we're like here you go have a wonderful day then you left it up to the states to decide what we were going to get how long we were going to get it florida had one of the shortest amounts of um like that pandemic fund where everyone's getting that extra six hundred dollars a week in the country and the normal unemployment, because for anyone that wasn't aware or didn't get unemployment, you got your regular unemployment plus the pandemic assistance, which was an extra $600 a week. The unemployment max was 275 a week. So if you didn't get that pandemic pay or when that pandemic ended, you were getting $275 a week. That's nothing. And, and that you, ends. You're not working. That ends. I think you only get allowed like $4,000 for the year. Wow. Yeah. So pretty much once everything started opening back up, people weren't even getting checks anymore. Even though certain industries weren't open. Right. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the current, you know, leadership that we're under right now. And this is this is what people are voting for. Like people hard down went to the polls and they casted a ballot and they said, yes, this is what I want for four more years. So the uh, issue was that um, a lot of the Democrats like uh, a lot of the figureheads like Angela, Angela Rye, mm -hmm. she made an Instagram post. She said that white women, a large majority of them, more than 20 in 2016, I think it was like maybe like 60 percent more or 20 percent more. So like 60 percent white women voted for Trump. So 20 percent more white women from 2016 voted for Trump. So. And then they were like doubling down hard on white women because they're like, we need your vote. We need you to realize that, that this is tyranny. This is sexism. Right. Uh, Lindsey Graham, he's the governor of uh, South Carolina. 
this year he was he gave he was given donkey of the day twice because he said that in South Carolina you can be you can be black and you can go around anywhere in South Carolina it doesn't matter as long as you vote uh as long as you're conservative and not liberal if you're black wow he said that out of his mouth not tweeted not something misconstrued he said it and then he doubled down a week after that and said uh, what did he say? He's like, we need to get back to the simple days. Like for women, women need to go where they belong. Uh, we need a traditional family, a man, a woman, and a child. For a for a country that's a melting pot of cultures, tradition does not mean the same thing for everyone. So the fact that these white Americans are constantly saying things like traditional to you, that's traditional to you. It's not traditional to a Mexican family. It's not traditional to an Argentinian family. It's not traditional to a Haitian family, Cubans, um, Ethiopians. It's not tradition for them. Everyone doesn't have the same values, um, depending on their culture, even just their actual family themselves. So I hate when people say traditional values. You want to have traditional values, then we're all going to live in our own villages and we're going to take care of each other's children and we're all going to harvest food for each other and take care of each other and live off the land. You want, you want to get into like American traditional values. Like that, that's what we're going to do yeah. then. That's exactly what we're going to do. Tell dumbasses. People make me sick. And he, he won. He, he won over, uh, forget the, the, the black dude's name. I can't remember his name right now, but, Everybody was assuming that, okay, with all this rhetoric, all this bullshit that he's that Lindsey Graham is saying, there's no way he's going to, uh, you know, get reelected again. But he did. People love that dumb shit. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. They have nothing better to do. Hmm. That's, that's the state of the country right now. So it's like for people who voted for him, it's like, okay, you heard what he said. He was given Duncan today on a nationally syndicated radio station all over the TV. It was all over the newspapers. So if you voted for him, no matter his policies, no matter how, whatever incentives he had for you, whatever came out of his mouth was completely racist and sexist. Right. So you fully support him. Right. Yeah. So, hey. Well, like Thanos said, as long as those, as long as there are people that remember how it used to be, they are, there will never be a way for people to think of a way how it could be. Right. Exactly. So it's like, we need to get rid of all these old farts. Just right. get rid of them. You know, and it sounds really dark, but I, I always love to think about the fact that all the old people are going to be dead one day. So this whole train of thought and thinking is going mm. to slowly die off because they really. do, they do like pass those ideologies down. Like there's always going to be these radical groups because people teach their kids to do this and they teach their kids and friends and it, it goes on like that. But there's going to be a point where they're going to be so severely outnumbered that, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to be that kind of person anymore. And no, I don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime. hundred percent. No, but it is going to get to a point where these people are going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable for them to live in a society where they could behave that way. So Jared Kushner is Trump's son-in-law and he is, listen, let's do the math right here. He's 39 years old. And he said that Trump, he said that black people 
He's like, Trump can't help black people if they don't want to help themselves. Mm, it's that simple? Yeah. Damn, He's, I wish he, he said, that said that earlier. If black people really want a success, they'll want, they'll go out and seek it. They'll work for it. I don't think black people want to be successful. That's what he said. He's 39. And he's Damn. he's a uh, Jewish American. Well, you know what? He's right. He just solved all of black people's yeah. problems right here. You know what? I thought it was systematic racism, but it's just us. Yeah. We just don't want to do anything. We just don't want it. You know what? Let's each right now call a black friend and let them know about this news. Yeah. Because this, is, this has been so far removed from us. We have no idea that a solution actually existed to all of our problems. So poor health care. Yep. Um, women dying at birth, Red giving lining. birth, redlining, um, us not being able to get home loans, pushing us into these poor neighborhoods, opening check cashing stores and money advance stores in poor neighborhoods because they know that um, we're disenfranchised and we don't have as much privilege as other people. So we have to use those resources, but we just end up being in a cycle of poverty because those interest rates are extremely high. That has nothing to do with why black people aren't prospering. So he he was saying there's a book that he was saying he read and um he's like, Oh, I read this book and I learned a lot. <coughs> the author excuse me. Goes dying. <coughs> Forget the book that he read. Um I gotta find it. But he's the author is black and he was talking about how black people will never have power because of this whole structure that we have, like the white privilege and all the other shit. And he said, oh, I read the book. It's it's not about that. <laughs> what? And the author like tweeted back. It's like, yeah, that's you definitely didn't read my book because that's, that's what it's all about. Jeez. That's what I mean by people are so far removed. I don't even think they know how to be a human. I So I had a boss, right, at my old job. And he made like dumb money. But no one ever saw him outside of work. He doesn't speak really. He's very, he's uh He's very like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and he's very strange and he doesn't seem to have more than one emotion. Like, I think I've seen him smile like a couple of times, maybe, and not in a mean way. He just seems like someone put like a human skin on, like mm-hmm. he's an alien with a human skin. So I always joke that he's like a robot and he just like downloaded human emotion. Yes. And. But he, 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 like, got a really good program, and that's why it's, like, hard for normal people or, like, people that are, like, stupid to, like, realize that he's actually a robot. And that's why he's in his office all day, because he's charging. He's, like, actually plugged <laughs> into a wall. And, like, I've never actually seen him, like, stand up from anything either. Like, I've never been in his office, and he stands up. He's always sitting down. And he just sits in there with his little his little heater, which is weird. Just, like, turn the fucking AC down. We all think it's ridiculously cold in this office, but... Yeah, I think it's just like to prevent humidity so that his circuits don't short. Yeah. yeah, I think it was just that. But I think I think about that all the time. I think that that's how people actually are. I think people are, are literal robots with human skin on. And that's why they don't have any human emotion and they don't seem to care about other people because they don't they they don't have empathy. You can't download empathy. It's their culture too. We have to realize that um you ever see like a group of black people? together mm-hmm. we all just like laughing and like it's just a unison you feel the love i'm not gonna say like every white culture is every white person is like that but black people have like a sense of community even though we're not together you know right. it's like a sense like a nice warmth and for some certain people certain races i feel like it's not the case i feel like it's just very 
me, 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 capitalist, capitalist. I got to make money. I have to like screw the next guy. It's all about me, me, me. Getting ahead. Getting ahead. Right. Which is great. You know, that's the American way. That's, that's you know, why my dad came to this country because he wanted to support his family. Right. So he left his family behind in Haiti and came over here to protect, to get his family ahead, to get me ahead, to get my mom, my brothers and sisters. But at, at, the, at the same time, it becomes very like toxic. It come, becomes like it's very, very disgusting at the right. end of the day. But I'm glad that I'm here because, mm-hmm. you know, he he had that vision. He's seen uh, people do it all the time. So it's like, I can do it. I'm going to try to do it, which is great. But at the same time, it's just very disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I 100 percent agree. But, you know, we can't fix you can't fix something that's just ingrained in someone in a day. It takes a lot of therapy, a lot of soul searching, and a lot of wanting to change. So and just people, kill them, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's just like like we said earlier. Just have to get rid of this wave. But the thing is, Jared Kushner is thirty nine. You have a lot of people who are being raised in this mindset, and they're even younger than us, right? Like uh, LeBron James at some basketball game. And some young kid on the court side, LeBron James, where's your hairline? And it was funny, but I dissected it as here's this young, privileged white kid. Feels like he can say whatever he wants to a grown black man and he can he can get away with it. Right. Because who his dad is. Right. He's sitting courtside and he's like filming him on his iPhone. Where's your hairline, LeBron? And LeBron looks at him. And then, like, in the video, you can see LeBron, like, turns his eye toward the adult next to him. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say anything disrespectful because my whole career can get destroyed right here. Right. And he just, like, laughs off and just, I got a beard, whatever, and just runs off. But it's like, okay, this little white kid feels like he can say whatever he wants because he's sitting courtside. Who's going to check him? Who's going to check him? Right. And that. That sense of that idea is gonna gonna like go in. He's gonna be like, I'm gonna say whatever I want at school now. Right. I, I go to a monastery, and these motherfuckers they ain't gonna say shit to me. My right. dad pays your bills. Right. So it's it's not gonna go away. I would. I don't understand how people raise their kids with that value. I obviously, once I have kids, I would never ever raise them to believe that anything they have makes them better than anybody else because money is a physical, tangible thing that can it can go. As, as fast as you get it it can go and so i hate when i see people that are just super entitled and they think they're better than other people i'm like you could have a bad week on wall street and this all this shit could be yeah. gone right here so please like stay humble about yourself mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it's dumb but so currently um i'm i'm feeling a little bit less stressed out what what were you feeling? Because usually, you know, when we get our election results, it's like 10, 11 o'clock that night. How do you feel that we're going into the third day after the polls and we still don't have a, like results yet, real results? I mean, we kind of have an idea of where everything is going. But how did it feel like 10, 11 o'clock, waking up that next day and we still don't have a president? How are you feeling? Personally, I, I didn't sleep. Honestly, um, I, think we, I think we, I don't know, me and Alice, we did something that night. And we went to bed late, and then I woke up. I forgot all about it. So then I'm going on Instagram, just going on Instagram, and then I'm scrolling through. I'm like, wait, why ain't nobody celebrating? 
Because normally there's that, oh my gosh, Trump or Biden, whatever. So I go on one of my friends, Khadijah, she's always posting political stuff. I go on Khadijah's page and she's like, I can't believe this is still going on. And I'm like, wait, is it? So I Google, it's still going on? Oh, I guess so. Maybe maybe later today. So I go to work and at my, at my job, I literally, ha- I, can't even, I can't even bring my phone to the floor where I work. So I go, you know, go on break, go to the locker, get my phone. It's still going on. Like what the hell? Mm-hmm. The next day, that then the, I feel like the, the the next day that's when I kept checking it to seeing if it would update because I'm like this should be over right now, but it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's still not. Then you hear Trump's uh, supporters going to uh, voting polls, telling them to stop the ballot, stop um, the the mailing ballot with the guns, yeah, with the yeah. guns and shit. Mm-hmm. That made me start paying attention because I'm like, okay, well now I need to make sure that I. Um, stock up on some food, water, maybe guns or ammo because you don't know what can, what what can happen. Right. So it's been interesting watching everything happening right now. Um, you know, a lot of the election results are pretty solid because the margin is so high that it's like there's no way with whatever is left that the other candidate would win. But we're still right now. I think I said Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, and Nevada are still counting in Alaska. And we've seen some of the states flip pretty recently because Trump made it a point that his followers do not do mail-in ballots because they can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. So now everyone's thinking that it's rigged. The system's rigged. Oh, all these late votes are all Democrats. Well, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they, they made a system in which we could stay home and be safe and vote and not stand in these long ass lines to vote because, you know, that only makes sense. And we're also in a fucking pandemic and you really don't need to stand in a fucking voting booth anymore. Like you get a paper ballot, you fill it out, you put it in the envelope and you drop it off. Like you can just literally slip that envelope that they send you at home into a ballot box at the voting site. You don't have to stand in line to do the same mm-hmm. shit. And you don't feel rushed. You, you have the, you know, the comfort of being at home and whatever. So, like, that's what we did because, you know, and, and not to say it's like a Democrat thing, but I, we, we just vibing. We're not out rallying and doing all this crazy stuff and, you know. I mean the truck. I mean the trucks. The amount of I've never seen so many trucks. Jesus, where are these trucks been? I like, don't know. Like I didn't see them before, but they're just coming out. Like, are you guys renting these oh with the flags and like we don't do that? And like you can visibly see a big difference between the Biden and the Trump supporters. Like the Trump supporters, the were Biden doing supporters things. drive uh, Priuses. They drive Priuses. <laughs> they're just fly, flying their flags. They're smiling yeah. and waving. They're very peaceful and quiet. I haven't they're seen just, a Biden flag. I've just seen like Biden like posters. Mm-hmm. I've seen one. There's a corner near where I work. There's a there's an intersection where people are rallying, and like usually in the morning, um, early afternoon, the Biden people are there, and then they leave, and then the Trump people come. But the difference between, and I'm not even going to sugarcoat it, and maybe this is just South Florida because niggas not going to be wilding, but the Biden supporters were, it was like a melting pot, multicultural. There was people like gays for Biden and there's rainbow flags and, with, you know, Biden's campaign stuff on it. And, you know, it, it was very beautiful. Like it was like all sorts of people coming together to say, hey, you know, we want change and, um, you know, this is how we're going to get it. And. It was just very positive and pro-Biden. They weren't talking shit about anybody, you know, nothing crazy in that aspect. It really was just 
you know, they were making sure that people understood that we just want peace, equality. Mm-hmm. That's all we want. Yeah. The Trump supporters fucking blasting to which I still think is so funny. Rap music. Yes. Loud. Flying the flag. Woo! Yeah! Fucking honking their horns. I mean, just doing like wild shit. And which I was like, fine. It's during the day. You're all excited. Fine. You know, we don't act like literal fucking animals, but okay, cool. But I remember one night, I think it was the night before the election or two nights before the election. And I'm driving by the intersection. It's like midnight. It's like well into midnight. And there's like four or five people there flying Trump flag. You know, I think it was the night of the election. People, the polls are closed. Nothing you can do. Literally, you can't get me to campaign for someone because the polls closed five hours ago. Hmm. And they're just, and mind you, where they are, where the intersection is, literally the block behind that is residential homes. They're, they have megaphones, they're screaming, they're blasting music. People are literally on the corner screaming. Like, you have no consideration. Like, you really don't give a fuck about other people. Like, from what I've seen, and people rallying and, like, tailgating in the parking lot. Like, this is not a football game. So, so I was talking to Jake about that, and he's like, it's so weird how that's your personality. Right. How's that? How's a political, uh, I don't know, party your personality? Right. That's, like, all you have going for you. Yeah. It's like he, he compared it to, like, the uh, the super weeb, the, uh-huh. one, the one who has, like, all he cares about is, like, the anime. His, that's his whole life. Like an otaku. Like an otaku. Like, literally, that's all he cares about. Right. And it's like, okay, you're we're fans of anime, but we're not, like, super otaku, where it's like, you know, uh, <laughs> you, you ever been to, like, cool stuff? Yes. And the guys who's, like, pants and their cracks are showing? Yes. Those. Right. Yeah. Right. And that that's the same people. Those are the same people. They have trucks and Trump flags. Right. It's so weird. Exactly. So I'm like, it's cool to be excited, but it just, you can see how weird. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like y'all are just fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Your behavior is weird. And I don't, I don't ever understand. Like I've never gone so hard for something that like all, all I can do and think about and scream. Like I was such a hardcore Chris Brown fan. Like, I have an old iPod shuffle that I still have. I think it's called, I think it was a Nano. And it was mostly Chris Brown music. And I love Chris Brown. Like 90% of that music was Chris Brown. I had all versions of his albums, sometimes double version of all those albums. Anything he did, any concert, any event that he was at, I was VIP tickets. Like you couldn't tell me shit about Chris Brown. Okay. Pissy boy from Tappahannock, Virginia. Like you couldn't tell me nothing about Chris Brown. But did, when you met me, was it just like, oh man, this bitch is crazy. Like, no, fuck. Honestly, like, I didn't know you were into Chris Brown until like maybe a year after or something. Right. And it wasn't, it was like, oh, no, cool. It's like a Chris Brown thing. I was just like, oh, man, no, fuck Evanescence, turn that shit up, put on some Chris Brown. Like, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't like that. It was just like, I actually, fucking... I've never heard you play a Chris Brown song. I mean, to be fair, um, I stopped listening to him a few years ago because I was finally kind of like, you know, we have to stop saying that we have to separate the artist from the music. I love Chris Brown music. I mean, sometimes like his shit will come on on shuffle and like, you know, when you know, like Spotify and it ends and then it starts playing new music. I don't, actually, you know what? I don't think it ever does play Chris Brown, but like there'll be like a playlist or whatever that's made and Chris Brown be in there and like a small part of me is like, just let it play. And I was like, no, 
streams equals revenue. I gotta skip the song. You can't listen to this yeah. or take it out of the playlist. You can't listen to this. But yeah, but you would never fucking know. And I was one of the biggest Chris Brown fans you could ever fucking think of, ever think of. But that's not weird because being Chris Brown fan was something that I did. It's not who I was. Mm-hmm. So you would never know. Yeah. 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 Some people are like, well, I didn't know you were into anime. Uh, it's not it's not who I am. I don't go to I don't go to places with a big ass anime shirt. You know what I'm saying? I don't go around like uh, carrying around mangas and reading them in, at coffee shops. Right. It's not who I am. I just bring a camera. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's different though. I feel like that's that's a hobby. Right. Being a fan of anime, there's nothing you can do unless you're like a mangaka, like you're like an artist. And you make comic books for a living. That's different. Right. It's literally yeah. your life. Your, your politicians aren't even like toting around Trump flags. They're just, hey, I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. Right. It's so weird. But, you know, people, people are just, people are just weird as fuck. Yeah. So. And especially with this whole campaign, we got to see all the weirdos come out. Yeah. It's sad. It's really sad. Like the longer that I saw the the campaign going on and the more I guess the closer we got to the election day and people were really showing their true colors and really, 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 really wilding out. I got sad. Like I got to the point where like I was just the depression was hitting and I was seriously like thinking over options. I'm like, okay, let me go ahead and get my passport ready. Um, I'm going to have to have a conversation with some family members about like, Hey, can you help me get settled out there and leaving? Like literally leaving, like selling my, selling the house and just going, like having conversations with my husband and my brother. Like if we moved out of the country, would we all go? Is this like an agreement? Yeah. And you know, so it's, it's, it's something that we definitely, um, it's, it's changed our lives and, after everything that's happened this year and in 2020 and with all the stuff that's going on with Black Lives Matter, um, with the... I haven't really COVID. seen any Black Lives Matter support for some reason. Like, did we just forget about the... Oh, yeah, because most people don't give a fuck unless it's a headline. Yeah. So, I mean, I do follow, like, I follow... I think his name is... Oh, God, what's his name? He... I think he was a lawyer for... Trayvon, Trayvon Martin. He's, I don't know. He was like, he's a, like a black live, black lives. Um, yeah, he's rep- he representing Brianna Taylor's um, family. Right. Brianna. I think so. And so anyway, so he's following all these stories and all the things that's happened. So I follow a few people like that, that are like either lawyers or they're activists that actually follow the stories and stuff. So I see this shit that happens all the time and I'm talking about it all the time, but for the most part, yeah, I just think most people, unless it's like the major ones, like Breonna Taylor, Elijah, mm, yeah. what's his name? Oh my God, I keep saying Elijah Woods, and that's not no. that's the actor. <laughs> oh my, Ma- Elijah McLean, I believe. Yes, the Elijah violinist. McLean. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, he used yeah. to play violin at the pet store the ki- and then or the shelter or whatever the kid for the kitties. Oh, yeah. but yes, yeah, you know, unless it's like those people. Like that's people what I really want to talk about. Um, racial biases because if he was any other race oh yeah this sweet guy running walking around with a ski mask yes that's fine you're just being a weirdo but it, the fact that he's black 
He's walking around with a ski mask. Even me, when I heard it happen, like, why are you walking around with a ski mask? Why not? Right. So. And he had a reason. Like, I think he had a He had a, a social iron. anxiety. Yeah. So he had that. And I think he had, like, low iron or something that actually makes him, like, physically very cold. Mm-hmm. So, and it was cool that night. And so he put on the ski mask to make his face warm. And then, you know, he had clothes on to keep his body warm. And then, yeah. So it wasn't, like, out of the ordinary. He was a butt naked with a ski mask no. on. Like, he's, like. Had a reason. He and, and the people said the, that he wore it regularly. It wasn't like the first time. Yeah. They're like he wears it to keep his face warm. And the last footage, I don't know if you saw him at the gas station when he yeah. was buying. He was he was at the gas station. There was the last footage of him leaving the gas station, and he was. You can tell with his mannerisms, he was very polite. Uh, there's a guy who was in front of him. He bowed down to him, like thank you. He paid for his thing. He bowed down to the clerk, and he left. And then you could tell everybody. And the clerk was like, "Yeah, that kid's weird." But, you know, it is what it is. That's who he is. And he just left and walked. And then down the block, he's, he's you see the police officer recording. And he's just saying, please don't touch me. Don't touch me. Please don't touch me. Please don't touch me. And the officers are not listening. Right. They're like roided up cops who like gym heavy. And they're just fucking testosterone to the max. And they just did what they did to the kid. Right. Yeah. And they shot him with um some, because they thought that he was on drugs. Right. And that's what really killed him. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but that's 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 the America that we live in. That's the America that the people in those red states are voting for. It's fucking disgusting. I don't. I still don't understand. And you know, South Florida is very different from the rest of Florida, but it's just disgusting. Every every election, when I see our our state turn red, it's just yeah. disgusting. How do you vote for someone that he's not telling people to go out and do these things, but he's definitely not telling them not yes. to stand by, stand by, and stand stand back or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, it's, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. So, you know, if it comes to that, like, you know, people always say, or black people always say, you're like, we want equality and not revenge. Hmm. Because it's going to be a day where we're just going to be like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this. Right. And then y'all going to have to see that it's a lot more of us than it is of Mm y'all. So just the same way y'all be talking all that mad shit and we be barking back. and Yeah. Oh, you you think that's scary? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we we got some heat, we got some power. So, um, I mean, I just want to say to all my people out there, you know, stay up. Right now, it's a really hard time. Everything feels very, um, heavy, like tense, my, tense right? And like my heart always feels heavy, and like I'm never a hundred percent positive what's going to happen. But I do understand that. We just have to stay, stay strong and stay in there. And there's strength in numbers. And we can't let the feelings that we have or, you know, the, the shit that's going on tear us down. This is exactly what they're trying to do. And I'm not trying to sound hotep or anything, but it's exactly what they want us to do. They want us to be afraid of fighting back. They want us to be afraid of living here. They want us to leave. They want us to die out. They want us to, to kill ourselves. Like, they, that's what they want. Yeah. That's 100% what they want. So... You can't be that person and just see something and and let it consume you and then you're done. Like you can be sad and you can feel a type of way, but make sure you stand back up and you get on your shit because um, we're not gonna give them what they want because they damn sure didn't give us what we want. And also, we have to be aware. Like, don't just stand stand back and stand by and let this happen. Be aware and figure out what what's the next move. Exactly. So I don't know, man. You know. I'm I'm just hoping that with whatever happens, um, people are are 
like being very serious and not doing things because they feel like there's some political gain. Like don't help black people because people will look at you and pat you on the back. Help black people because you genuinely want to help black people because you want to see us do better. You want to see us as homeowners and parents and, uh, you want to see your us neighbors. around for a, Yeah, your neighbors. And you want us to be here for a long time. Like, do do that because you care about us. Not not for any other reason. So, I don't know, man. So, just <sighs> take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. If you have to take a break from social media, if you have to take a break from the news, that's more than okay. I mean, Outside of those few people I follow, I don't keep up with or conversate about um, a lot of the injustices that happen to black people. You know, I watch my things, but um, yeah, it just become very overwhelming mm-hmm. and I have to keep my peace because you can't help somebody if you can't help yourself. So just make sure that you, you take the time that you need to take care of yourself and that's, that's it for yeah. me. Any, any final words to the people? No, just more of let's try to be be aware and know what's going on. And there's too many people that are out here that just don't know what's going on. And ignorance is bliss, but it's not bliss if you're literally being stabbed in the back and you don't know it. Correct. Correct. So, um, yeah, no matter who you voted for, um, who you didn't vote for, I God, I hope y'all voted. I know some people couldn't vote, like my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, I forgot what happened, but she moved and she had to re-register, but she had sent her documents out. She mailed her documents out to get a passport and they didn't give it back to her yet. So unfortunately, she couldn't register at her new address and she no longer lives at that old one. So um, that kind of sucked, but she would have voted though. It's okay, Master, love you. But um, yeah, just... No matter what happens, and not and not in it. Oh, no matter who wins, it's gonna be okay. I'm not telling you that at all. No matter what happens or who wins, don't ever stop fighting. Don't ever stop fighting. I don't give a fuck what happens. Anything can happen. Very last minute shit has been happening lately, and y'all just truly and really just stay fucking strong, okay? But. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to yet another one of our ramblings um, that we like to do. We ramble quite often, and you guys are still here for it. So we very much appreciate it, and we hope you guys stick around for another episode next week with of Culture Theory. This one might be out a little late. might mm-hmm. be today. might be tomorrow. Next one might have video. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. spicy. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, but... Yeah, we're going to let you guys listen to our lovely list of Patreon patrons um, who have been supporting us. Don't forget, guys, if you haven't done so already, you can become a Patreon patron at culturetheory.com slash. (laughs) Did I say culture theory or Patreon? They said culture theory. At at patreon.com slash culture theory, where you can help support the show at the bitch five dollars yeah you can find i could find five dollars right now you can find i just found ten dollars in the wash nice i could support us twice dope or you know what Let's do you it you want to get crazy ten dollars a month shit ten dollars ten dollars for just this month for just this month 
and do it next month too. Do some wild shit. Do it every month. Um, so, but anyway, guys, yes. So we're going to leave you with that. Once right. again, I'm not going to make Ellis to that whole segment again. Just make sure you follow us on Instagram at Instagram.com slash. Is it Instagram.com slash? Yes, <laughs> you can actually go on Instagram on your browser. You can't do anything on there except for upload IGTV videos, but you can go on your little on your computer or you can go on your phone, which everyone has now. Mm-hmm. And just follow us at Culture Theory Podcast. And if you want to do something even crazier, you can go to our website at culturetheorypodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at My, My Culture, Culture Theory. Theory. If you want to do something even crazier, you can go ahead and go to patreon.com slash culture theory. And donate $50. $50. You want to do something crazy? Do $100. One million dollars. But yes, guys, so thank you so much for watching. We're going to get into our lovely supporters of the show here. And really, we're going to leave you with that. These, right. these are the people that love us. Hey, these are the people that support. And we, we really appreciate them. And every week, we feel the need to show them that we really appreciate them by reading out their names. Yes. And we're going to yeah. do this up until we get to 100 patrons. Yes. yes my husband said, <laughs> you're really going to do this every week. Yes, we're really going to do this every single week. And then once we get to 100, I'm just going to name the new ones. So... Without further ado, let's get into it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you'd like to, you can go ahead and donate at the $5 level. Make sure you guys go ahead and send over your coins, your cash, all your U.S. dollars to us at patreon.com slash culture theory. And you can become a culture theory patron, or as we like to call you guys, our theorists, just like your boy, Jay Pizzy. Vic Peck. Kenneth Collins. Caitlin. Alberto Glover. Antonio McFadden. Donnie Knight. Gedalia Dormius. My mom. Andre Harris. And Ashley. Ashley's number 11. Yes. We love it. Yes. We love a repeating one. Mm-hmm. We love some confirmation. Okay? So don't forget, guys, tune in each and every Friday to get more culture theory. Theories. I got to hit her up about that. I'm like, you are the 11th one. You're the 11th. You're the second one. You're, you're the, the second, second one. one. Hell yeah, Ashley. Get in there. I really appreciate it, guys. Yes, guys. But we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.